This is Kim Barkis with the HR Open Standards Consortium. Today, we have several speakers sharing their expertise on innovations in assessments, interviewing, and the standards. I'd like to introduce David Steckbeck, the project lead of the Assessments Workgroup. David, welcome. Hi, Kim. Thank you for having me here today. Uh, we wanted to highlight and discuss a few of the items that uh, we're working on the Assessments Workgroup here at HR Open. Uh, but before we get into that, let me introduce our presenters today. So you've heard my name. I'm David Steckbeck. I'm a consultant, and I'm the project lead with the Assessments Workgroup. Uh, we also have Rick Barfoot. He's with HRNX, and he's their CTO. Uh, Jim Elder is a principal consultant with DDI World. And we have Greg Myers, who's the VP of Technology Strategy at Modern Hire. So to get us started with some of the items that we're working on in the work group, let me go ahead and uh, jump on into stage assessments. And I'm going to pass the mic over to Rick and Jim to talk about stage assessments a little bit. Well, thank you, David. Um, Staged assessments are a way for us in the HR tech industry to develop a standard that can be used to connect multiple shorter assessments uh, in a single assessment order. It allows us to provide opportunities for clients and assessment vendors uh, and applicant tracking systems and even learning platforms to uh, connect shorter assessments, video interviewing tools, phone interview tools, content, simulations, all sorts of opportunities to connect new and innovative tools uh, and to sequence those tools using conditions and progression for clients to really develop out their hiring process or their development, career development processes in their, in their platforms. And Rick, feel free to jump in if you want to add to that. Yeah, I just wanted to add that, you know, one of the trends that we're seeing in, in dealing with many different clients and assessment vendors is the move towards the shorter assessment and building that directly into the application process or as part of the application process. And there's a lot of sensitivity to application uh, or applicant drop-off if the process is too long. So this is uh, having the ability to stage an assessment or to chunk it down, whether it's within a single vendor assessment vendor or whether it's across multiple uh, assessment or even other types of, you know, screening type vendors, uh, I think it's a, is a huge new capability that this new standard will support. Well, thank you, gentlemen. And then we wanted to talk about short assessment advantages. Rick, would you mind discussing the short assessment advantages? Sure. Yeah. And this, and, and I'll ask Jim to jump in also. I think he has a lot of uh, experience with this at uh, DDI uh, as well. But as I was mentioning, we're seeing a, a definitely a, a trend towards having a, a shorter assessment instead of the what I've seen in the past and I've gone through myself in the past with you know 90 minute assessments sometimes or 60 minute assessments. That's just not practical during an application process. Uh, it will absolutely lead to drop off if the goal is to make sure that you're getting people through the process and you know you especially don't want to scare off your qualified uh, and, and interesting candidates um, with a lengthy uh, application process, uh, having a shorter assessment uh, is, is definitely um, an advantage. And it can, it can obviously, you know, the results of the, the previous or the earlier assessments can then be used to, to determine whether, you know, the candidate progresses to a certain stage in the recruiting uh, cycle or, and or if, if they're offered uh, a different assessment uh, and or potentially a lengthier, you know, offline assessment. Yeah, this is 
Yeah, this is Greg. I think another area that maybe we should talk about is this allows for some creativity with respect to workflows. Because now you could imagine, like if there's like a core assessment you'd like to do with anyone that you might be interviewing and use that to redirect to say maybe another opportunity within the company, which may have a different assessment or different maybe skills assessment related to that. So now you can chunk it down instead of having them go through four big long assessments for four different positions. It's like, okay, let's do this quick check. Now maybe send them to an assess- assessment specific to a another opportunity inside the company they may be uh, a better fit for. Absolutely. Thank you, Greg. And, Rick, uh, and it leads to better research and analytics Shorter assessments can be focused on single competencies. We can quickly adapt and improve scoring algorithms for uh, shorter, more focused assessments. Uh, Having the progression built in, the auto progression built in to the staged assessments standard allows us the opportunity to create progression for clients and, and selection as far as how candidates proceed from perhaps from that core behavioral assessment onto acumen or potential or other types of assessments that can really help pinpoint uh, skills and provide focused analytics for onboarding and development as candidates become employees and and then progress through their career development. The the advantages are numerous, and we've learned through our our meetings and our discussions how this uh, staged assessment really opens doors to several innovations in the industry. Thank you, guys. And with respect to new technologies, Jim, would you mind leading us off and discussing that? Not at all. Thank you, David. It's building off the innovations in the industry. We know that there's a lot of interest in mobile assessments these days. Uh, mobile really is a, a new platform for assessment vendors to, to focus on providing quick and uh, just-in-time development and assessment opportunities Uh, Using mobile devices, research shows that shorter assessments are much better considering the the UI and the experience in mobile assessments. Um, But other technologies such as games and simulations and video interviewing tools, uh, as well as content, uh, sequenced learning paths, and other things that can help with providing access for clients to use some of the new emerging technologies in our field. And regarding the staged assessments workflow that we've been working on, what you can see here is a diagram of how this works. So we have a candidate who applies for position, and when they come in, the assessment or the the ATS or the vendor or the customer, whoever is expecting this candidate to come in, prepares uh, an assessment order package. That order package is effectively a bunch of JSON or XML, just depending on which standard you are affiliated with in terms of your technology. Uh, As you can see from here, we've got the the cyan colored and the green colored boxes indicating the assessment order request flow. The request is then sent on over to the ATS or to the assessment vendor, and then a response is returned back. In HR Open, in the assessments standard, uh, standard body, this is where we define what is being put in there. And as a work group, uh, right now we're adding the staging into this, and this is what you can see from here. So we create the order. uh, The invitation is sent on over to the uh, candidate or the person taking the test. They take the test that is processed, and then when it comes back through the system, then a report request is sent in, uh, either by the client company or the ATS to the assessment vendor. Uh, Rick and Jim, 
Could you guys describe a little bit about how this works with the workflows that you see out there? Sure, it's right here. I can I can take that one first. Keeping in mind, like a lot of the uh, recruiting systems that have built APIs uh, and are exposed to APIs to facilitate assessment integration have followed. Uh, well, first of all, they've sort of assumed that it's just a single test that's being ordered. So it's it's generally just a quest, or it's the assessment vendor that's calling in to pick up a, a request for a single test, and this effectively allows us to expand, you know, what we can do in terms of the, the logic uh, and externalizing the logic of progressing uh, an individual candidate through a series of assessments. So from the recruiting system point of view, or, or I guess the, um, an LMS as well, you know, it's, it's generally looking at it as just a single uh, request and a single test and, and then expecting a single uh, result for that order that initially went in. So with what I would argue is relatively small change, the request can be modified so that it includes more of that logic. So the, the logic doesn't have to be coded in the recruiting system itself. It's it's effectively encapsulated in the, the JSON that forms part of that request. And so, you know, from the ATS point of view, it's still a single order request that goes out. It just has more details in it, more more logic, more parts to it. All of that work happens external. And at the end of the day, it's still a single, you know, result or report or set of results that get posted back into the recruiting system. That's how I see it being effectively used to augment what is um, typically found out there today. Uh, Jim, I, I don't know if you had some other thoughts on that. I do. Um, that's a really good point too, Rick. I, I think it the standard allows us to uh, level the playing field a little bit. So the the capability to have all of that progression and those rules built into the assessment order request itself allows different assessment vendors, different content vendors, different platforms such as applicant tracking systems and learning management systems to take advantage of the, the progression that's built into the order itself rather than trying to code that into the, that platform and allows that to be interoperable across a wider range of platforms and really allow the client to use uh, a wide range of systems and and have opportunities to to really build that progression to their specification into the request itself. That's a good point. Also, just to add to that, uh, Jim, the the kind of the competitive aspect there. The, there are very very few recruiting systems that I'm aware of in in the market that that have that level of or that type of logic built in for for managing battery of of uh, assessments, for example. And you know, having that that logic that's that's actually built in. So this this could be an effective way for other recruiting systems to kind of close that competitive gap. Thank you, gentlemen, for those insights into the stage assessment feature that we've been putting into the standard. Now we wanted to talk a little bit about integrating interviewing into the assessments workflow. Greg, would you mind talking a little bit? Sure about thing. That? Uh, th- uh, thank you. And this kind of carries on with the previous discussion. What you know, what we've discovered as part of the interviewing process, an interview is just another form of, of assessment. And you know, generally a very structured interview. There's specific questions that might target certain skills or competencies, and then there's rating and scoring associated with that. And what we're discovering is that with clients kind of maturing the their level of expertise with interviewing, they're starting to combine these interviews with assessments. And the opportunity we see 
those those situations where, you know, as an interviewing company where we have our own internal assessments, but we also partner with other assessment providers to package those into a single assessment that a recruiting system might order. So the the slight difference in in this workflow is where a recruiting system, uh, we may be a vendor for a recruiting system, and we're going to deliver some kind of staged assessment with a structured interview and then a, a skills assessment or a personality assessment, maybe a gamified assessment that gets packaged and a, a single status returned back to the applicant tracking system, the recruiting system. And, and we're, we're seeing that for a couple different reasons. Uh, one is just our clients maturing. They're, they're looking for a more uh, robust uh, assessment performed, but also it provides some opportunity for other assessment providers but that may not necessarily have uh, a direct integration with that recruiting system or applicant tracking system. And especially in, in the enterprise market, to become a vendor, uh, you know, support a vendor in that market to integrate with the systems can be incredibly expensive and time-consuming, not just from a technology perspective, but from a security and a security review perspective. And this is a way for us to work with other vendors, combine that assessment into a series of stage assessments and return that final result to the client. And again, those stage assessments have could have uh, you know areas of guidance where you know if they score at this level, then they may not necessarily auto-progress to the next stage. So that really gives us that opportunity to to package that and work with other vendors to to provide that, you know, complete assessment for a candidate. And we're seeing that because of, you know, that combination of desire by our clients to do both interviews, traditional interviews, or some sort of traditional interview along with that assessment. And we're getting requests for integration with skills assessment providers, personality assessments, gamification, and that all rolls back into what we just described earlier is kind of smooth candidate experience where it allows us to keep those assessments short and have a consistent delivery to the candidate. They don't feel like they're being handed off from platform to platform. Gets us the ability to, to deliver to the market quicker and gives our clients you know, higher confidence they're making the right decision uh, with respect to that candidate. Also gives us a way to package up the results in a way that's a little more consumable. So instead of having four different results they have to review, this gives us a way to kind of package that, maybe deliver it as one recommendation based on the four different assessments or two different assessments a candidate may, may have gone through. And then finally, the other area that we're really excited about is, you know, this gives us more data to pull in and then using that uh, with machine learning to maybe combine those assessments into a single guidance score for our clients to help prioritize, you know, which candidates should they focus on first. So if I could just add to that, actually, David, if I could add a couple points to that, because I had focused my earlier comments more on the recruiting system vendor side. That is a, a possibility that, that it's implemented, that this new stage assessment standard is implemented on the recruiting system vendor side. But as Greg just mentioned, it could equally be 
implemented on, on the vendor side, the assessment vendor, the video interview vendor, whoever's receiving that order or whoever's acting as sort of the, let's say the, the primary vendor and, and managing that downstream process, whether it's within, you know, whether it's multiple things within single vendors capabilities, or um, if it's reaching out and, you know, tying into to other vendors as well, is some of the, the examples that, that Greg gave. The, the third one is, uh, is that it could also be um, part of the integration platform. So whatever's brokering, if there is a, an iPass or something in the middle that's brokering the request um, from the, the recruiting system to the vendors, they, you know, that logic could be controlled there as well. And the iPass, the integration platform as a service could also be acting as the, um, the broker of all of those requests. The thing about the, those last two examples is that it, that really gives the, the ATS a capability that it didn't have before with, you know, little to no changes on the ATS side, because instead of ordering assessment A, you know, you could be setting up a package, you know, one, two, three, that is combined with all of this logic and everything. And all the ATS knows is ordering package one, two, three, and all of that downstream uh, or all the logic brokering between the different vendors and or within a single vendor for multiple tests is done by that external entity, whether it's an iPass or whether it's a vendor themselves. Yeah, the broker, you know, the broking opportunity you bring up is actually a great idea because so you can imagine, you know, you've got two or three vendors that would like to work together. And if you let one vendor, there might be some discomfort with allowing one vendor to have control of the situation. But using a brokering service like you described, three, you know, two or three vendors could work together for that combined experience and use the, you know, the broker to make sure there's a, a neutral entity managing uh, the the staging between the different assessment. Yeah, I think a, I think a pretty common use case also out there is that a client has worked with a vendor for a long time, like maybe an assessment vendor to do you know more of a kind of traditional, let's say, personality assessment or um, you know job fit type assessment, and they're happy with that vendor. But there's a you know here's a startup that focuses on culture fit. And that's something that, you know, their, their current assessment vendor just doesn't simply doesn't do. And so now they, you know, they trust their, their existing uh, assessment vendor. They've worked with them for a long time. And so they're going to tap them to, to kind of manage that external vendor that they want to tie into the process and, you know, bake, bake it into, you know, wherever it fits logically in the, uh, in the stages for, um, for a particular job or for a particular client. Yeah, that, that's exactly the use case we're running into. Take a large enterprise company like a Siemens or a Procter Gamble, where you know the effort to move it to their you know mainstream workflow and integrate in their integrate the enterprise environment is less of a technical hurdle, but more of a corporate hurdle in terms of vendor review process. And so this really makes it much easier to do something like that. Thank you, gentlemen, for that insight. And now we have we want to talk about learning assessments and the content related to those. Uh, Jim, would you mind helping us out? Not at all, David. Thank you. And and uh, I think just to tie back into uh, uh, Rick and, and Greg's conversation, it really empowers the client at the end of the day, uh, whether the supplier, uh, the requester, broker, who, whoever helps to build that integration on behalf of the clients. It really empowers the client to build their their selection process and the, and development as well as we talk about learning assessments and content. It really empowers the client to blend their processes the way they think best, whether that's a single assessment vendor, a single content vendor, or multiple content or assessment vendors, video interviewing, or other other new innovative opportunities. This new standard really allows clients to to be able to design their uh, learner or candidate experience 
the way they'd like uh, to see that process flow. The new stage assessments really work very well with content. Uh, we work very, very often with uh, leadership development, and we have found research has, has proven that today more planned and sequenced learning really has a more impactful outcome as, uh, as leaders uh, l- learn to uh, embrace new opportunities as they're identified as potential leaders. We can use new technologies such as virtual reality, uh, assessment tools to assess intelligence or emotional intelligence. Content and assessments can be built into a single workflow. Uh, Some of the other new technologies we talked about earlier, games, uh, video interviews, all of those can be built uh, for the purpose of selection and for development. Having the chance to, to do that in a planned and sequenced way, in a way in which the empowered client can control and, and can work with consultants and industry experts to uh, sequence that, that learning experience or that selection process uh, it is really a, a wonderful opportunity, uh, we believe, and, and we've worked hard to that together and, and to build that into our staged assessments. We also believe that shorter assessments, shorter uh, bits of content uh, help with re- retention, uh, Research does prove that. Uh, it also helps with uh, helping uh, reduce the number of distractions, uh, thus leading to more focused learners and uh, the opportunity to really uh, take a, a short a short piece of a content, a short assessment that's maybe 15 or 20 minutes long uh, has a, a better outcome than the longer, you know, 60 or 90 minute assessments. It also provides opportunities for learners to have a break, to use the devices we talked about earlier, such as assessments and content on mobile mobile devices. And it really, uh, it even allows for the opportunity to do things that are even manually scored, such as simulations or more uh, longer lasting uh, uh, assessments that are uh, delivered in, in sequence and in small, shorter segments. So the ability to use stage assessments really provides the opportunity to use these emerging technologies and to request uh, multiple pieces of content or assessments in one request for our work group and for uh, for DDI. It really opens the door to uh, what we believe is a better experience for learners and, and candidates. All right. Well, thank you, Jim. Team, what's next? We've got multiple suppliers that we've been working on uh, with a single requester with requester control. We've got multiple suppliers with a single requester that have distributed supplier control. We've got connecting assessments results to learning systems and then learning platform API standards uh, in order to bring in the content of those learning programs into the HR Open standard and kind of make a like a hybrid of a little payload that you can create. So those are just some of the items that we've got coming up that we've been discussing. We would love to have your help with that. Are there any notes of some of these future items that uh, you gentlemen would want to discuss about real quick? Well, uh, it's right here again. I'll, I'll jump in on the on the first two points there because we focused this discussion mostly on the, the first one or the first kind of use case where, uh, you know, there's a single controller so or a centralized control and we kind of talked about how that could be the recruiting system is acting as a controller or it could be a you know an ipass an integration platform middleware that's acting as the controller or it could be the the vendor a vendor themselves that are acting as a controller between themselves uh, and and other vendors or, or even just you know within their own system but the second one the idea of the distributed supplier control is it's almost like a kind of a daisy chain type idea where you know the order gets passed from one vendor to the next and you know each vendor gets enough information from the previous one 
and for the next one so they know what they know what to do and you know how to respond so for example you know the order gets initiated from the recruiting system and it goes to vendor a vendor a completes their piece or i should say the you know candidate completes the assessment from vendor a and based on the result that comes back from that vendor a makes a decision do i report that directly back to the recruiting system to say we're done or do i you know if the candidate passes a certain threshold in the test let's say then do i pass it on to the next vendor in the list so as you can imagine that that's a lot more complicated uh we had initially looked at that one as a working group and, and decided to focus first on the on the simpler case with a you know a single uh, requester. It is a very interesting approach or use case as well to have the distributed supplier control because it it then takes the onus off any single vendor or part of the integration value chain, so to speak, in acting as the controller and building the logic. And it just really lets each vendor focus on what they need to do and then to make the decision, you know, do I pass it back to the to the original requester or do I move it on to the next vendor in the list? Yeah, that's that's a good point. Uh, the, we, we did encounter challenges with that one, and um, we did elect to uh, uh, tackle the first simpler use case of, of stage assessment that we created here. Um, Jim, did you want to talk about uh, connecting assessment results, or Greg, uh, connecting assessment results to learning systems or platform API standards briefly? Uh, sure, David. I'd be happy to jump in. Uh, an API standard for connecting learning systems. While there are industry standards, uh, commonly adopted industry standards for integrating content in the learning platforms for uh, transferring and, and collecting information on learner experience. There really isn't a fully built out end-to-end standard API standard for connecting learning platforms. And we do believe that the assessment standard is well fit for that opportunity for connecting those platforms. We've built the ability already for assessment results to transfer to learning platforms and staged assessments, uh, as we've talked throughout this presentation, is really a great opportunity to connect content into learning platforms. Yeah, that's Greg. Uh, and we're starting to see that from our clients, demand for our, from our clients that you know, they want the opportunity to present materials to candidates, possibly as part of their learning platform, to educate the candidates about the opportunity, the company they might be working for. And they already have that material as part of their learning platform and, and want to be able to integrate that into the candidate experience as a part of the whole uh, interviewing and assessment process. So we, we see this as a potential huge opportunity for uh, integration opportunity between our products and uh, learning systems. Well, thank you, uh, Rick. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Greg, for all of your input. Uh, we want to thank you, the viewer, for taking the time to listen to this and follow along with us. Uh, we certainly hope that this was educational enough for you to uh, want to make a change out there. We would want you to adopt the standards. Use these standards to help empower your communication abilities and make your processes more efficient. Thank you for listening. 